The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories for many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life, the show of insight, intelligence, and inspiration. We're just so happy today to be joined by my guest, Pete Swales. Pete has been a guest on the show, and uh, we just had such a great, amazing response to his presence on the show. I could not wait to have him back. Uh, So without further ado, Canada's body whisperer, Pete Swales. Welcome to the show, Pete. Well, hello, and thank you. How are you doing? I am absolutely fantastic, thank you. I'm just, I'm so excited to have you back on because we just... um, I think it's a mystery to people what would a body whisperer do, but we've you've just had such amazing results with clients that I can't wait to just kind of dive right into what it is that you do, and and uh, maybe you could just tell the audience how do you how do you help clients? Who do you see? What is it you do? And how did how did you get to be who you are today as Canada's body whisperer? Well, and that should take about thirty seconds. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no I, I, as I said in our earlier program. We're just so blessed to be doing work that I love. And I, and I believe for everybody out there, when we find out what it is that we love to do and we can put our passion into it, great things come from it. So backing up for 22 years now, I've been a registered massage therapist working daily in the clinic that I now own. And what I've been finding was working with my clients, uh, it's a connection from both the verbal and nonverbal. But if I'm working on, say, a right shoulder, often the conversations would be about relationships and vice versa the left side it might be a career or a financial issue and so I began to map out pay close attention to these conversations keeping really detailed notes and and all of a sudden things began to come to life if you will yeah um, so now when I have clients come in uh, they may be presenting with again and I can say uh, I know uh, the last couple of weeks uh, we had the the big election in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Incredible amount of clients coming in with these with these double shoulder aches and, and neck stress and all that kind of stuff. So yes, we can do the normal you know massage and stretch it out and tell people to you know to, to do their exercises at home. But what I love about what I'm doing now is we're taking that conscious or sometimes subconscious limiting beliefs and exploring them for a minute. So in a case like, you know, the, the election or, or Brexit or, or any major event that's going on and the stress that we feel, so often that just comes from a limiting belief of, I don't know what to do. 
And really we do. We just need to know that it's change. Yes, oh, yes, and we, we talk, we talk so much on this show about limiting beliefs and intentional wellness and for people to really think about at the beginning of every show, uh, where is it and who is it that you are right now and who is it that you want to be? So when you're talking about the services that you offer, these kind of intuitive and mind-body services, it really is for people who are smart enough to know they're suffering, <laughs> as I like to say. And and so how can they, when they come in, um, to you see this like a transition? How a person take, say, a shoulder ache, shoulder aches, and understand it to be able to make a difference in what's going on in their body or in their life? So if I hear what you're asking, um, for me, when I'm just doing standard massage, you know, I, I know that's going to take three or four sessions for that shoulder to release. When we're doing body whispering and the client is communicating with what that limiting belief might be around the fear of, of you know, this burden that they've placed on themselves, I can feel the muscle the body, and if you will, the soul let go of that on its own. And when we can identify with what it is that that load, that pressure that we're putting on our shoulders or whatever that body ailment is, we actually, I believe, wholly can just take responsibility, the ability to respond to what's going on, and make a difference within our own lives. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it absolutely does because I can attest to that. I was I was a client, <laughs> and so a client, and so a raving fan. Because within uh, one session, not three or four sessions, really, I was stuck, and and I knew I was. And it came across your ad, kind of like how the universe lines things up, and had this you know ache in my elbow that wouldn't go away. And just found you as came in and saw you, and had this just absolutely got unstuck in one session, which I think for a lot of people. Is when I tell the story of meeting you is like mind blowing. They go, how, how the heck did that happen? How did you make that happen in one session? And and because people think that they need to be treated, and some people do, and that's totally good. It's just like whatever whatever your path is, your path. But you can also heal things like absolutely instantly. Absolutely instantly, and that is again can limit. Um I'm sorry, that can be a limiting belief for a lot of people. And, and when we can start moving forward with, uh, you know, again, I think I said on, on our last program, most of my clients come in with what really isn't the problem. And once we get through the, the firewall that they put up and start working on real issues, instantly things in their lives begin to change, including finance, including health, including happiness, uh, family relationships, um, all because right. we break through that limiting belief that says, I can't. But of course, right. they can. Yes, and and so I think it's funny because I I'm going oh people might think this is like very woo woo you know like what kind of intuitive stuff you know you're reading tarot cards are you you know when you give me my massage what's happening that's making me actually like see some sort of different in my difference in my life and you you said a really important thing um, in this last sen- sentence was just about that you're you're doing real work in the real world on the on the problem and so people don't just come in for a massage and a feel-good rah-rah session they they go home with some uh, homework to do they do indeed and that's because you know any belief system has, has had years or at minimum you know some time to work over and over and over again especially when it's not working for us so to think that you know yes we can instantly change how you feel but to keep that limiting belief back and not coming back to, to revisit, yeah, we do a little bit of homework, we create some awareness. I like to think that I'm helping my clients to create a new, uh, a new neural pathway, if you will, into feeling better and taking responsibility for themselves. 
Yeah, and and I and you absolutely are, and I think that the key not to freak people out about the concept of homework, uh, the homework isn't you know you're sitting in front of a bla- or sitting at a desk writing from somebody writing stuff on a blackboard. It's very very much not that at all. It's the home homework. Um, maybe you can describe some of the homework that you assign. It, can you can you let some of that uh, um, information out of the bag? Just <laughs> what what's homework look like? I certainly can. So. All of my clients that are willing to do the homework, and there are some that say they are willing and they don't, and then we end up doing it again. Um, The homework is really simple. If you think of the word whisperer, the homework starts with the W of the whisperer. What results do you want in life? The H, how can I get there? So uh, the I, the inspiration looks like. And so just by taking it now from feeling better to writing it and then having them to read it, and, and there is a goal in every one of them, but, you know, without having a specific case in mind, it would be hard to, to do that. It, um, it's just to get all three or four senses involved in this new transition. So, you know, so many people will leave my session and they go, I can't remember a word you said, but my life's different. So we do a little bit of the notes and then a little bit of follow-up. And, and wow, that's all I can say. It's just wow. And so, again, as I always encourage people who are listening, and not when you're driving people, but <laughs> when, you, when you're parked, uh, you know, grabbing, grabbing a pen and paper, and we do, do a lot of journaling. We encourage people to do a lot of journaling on this show, but grabbing a pen and paper and just writing down that acronym, the Whisperer acronym. And, if you, in, and at the end of the show, maybe, Pete, I'll just get you to kind of highlight that again so that people have a chance to write down what it means and just so that they can think about it a bit, um, so that they can bring it more into their consciousness about how they might be able to um, look at approaching and dissolving uh, some of the pain or some of the suffering that they're having in their body and their physiology. Uh, so we'll we'll do that again. So for those of you who might have missed what that acronym stands for, we'll revisit it at the end of the show. Um, so so you're you're doing this really as, uh, you know just excellent work in the world with people who are experiencing all kinds of body issues and you'd mentioned the election uh, as being one sort of you know the pain in the shoulders and carrying the burden or the ache in the shoulders and the tightness what are sort of some of the other things that you see in your practice on a regular basis that that I find really interesting now is that youth seems to be taking more charge of being in control of their health. And so, so they're more willing now to step out and, and you, you mentioned the word a little earlier about woo-woo, but looking for an alternative as opposed to, you know, just the doctor. So right. um, this is a, a really good one. It's kind of fun for me to work with is when I have somebody coming in, maybe 19 years old, getting out of the high school, getting into the college, that type of thing, and all of a sudden their face breaks out. I think a lot of us can identify with that, you know, whether it's a pimple or whether it's several pimples. That yes, me is... last week. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm acne free. Anyway, we bring in our teenager, or our youth. <laughs> exactly. Most of the time, these are people, um, again, youth, and it can happen at any point in life, when we're not really feeling good about who we are and how to express that. So kind of as, as I look at it, I, I say, as I feel I am seen, goes my face. So if I'm not confident, um, or I've been you know, raised in a, in a, let's just say, a religious environment that doesn't really, really fit who I am as an individual at this point, speaking against that can be difficult. 
um, holding back things we want to say because we're we're angry and and especially this world now where we're trying to always be coming from love. Finding a way to communicate that is often you know uh, a good way to clear the face. And it sounds silly, but it is really about finding our identity and letting that out. So I have a, a gentleman now who is um, 42, 44 years old, going through an experience of, of heavy pimpling around his lips. Now, Scott is an amazing man, um, very successful in everything that he does, except in one area, and that is conflict. So, you know, he was really frustrated about his, his face and why this was happening. Um, he said, no, there's nothing that I haven't dealt with in life. And then about 20 minutes into the conversation, he says, oh, except... So <laughs> he had a, an issue where he got into a contract that didn't really working for him. It wasn't, as he felt, um, getting from it what was expressed to him. They had no way, no idea on how to get out of that. So we went through the whisperer piece. Um, he's got his homework. He's doing great. He sent me a photo last night, and I wish we had it before because it's gone. Just because wow. he dealt with Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And acne, I know it's like it's it is life changing for teenagers in particular. Right? Just the uh, how they feel about themselves and how they fit in the world and how they get along with their peers and if they're <clears throat> if they feel tormented or not tormented. Uh, I have a lot of kids, <laughs> and some of them some of them went through the whole acne thing, and other and other ones of them did not at all. They were very, and it is exactly that. It's the people who are confident that had had a voice, and a lot of times. Um, what I notice with my clients in my coaching practice is that they'll be the people that put their hand over their mouth all the time, uh, uh, when and so they're touching around their mouth all the time, or the people that you know hold their phone up to their ear and then cover the cover the phone with their hand. So they've got all of these you know kind of germs and stuff going on uh, around their mouth area. So I can see why that would also show up um, just from from people's behavior. And if I can just touch on the fingers coming around the mouth, the fingers represent the little details and how I handle them. So if I'm not really confident in my voice, often the hand will come up there. How do I handle this? You know, in that subconscious limiting belief. So, you know, I really, really watch my clients and and not only which hand are they using, but what fingers are they touching their lips with? Um, You know, a thumb is insecurity, the pointer finger is is when they're stuck in uh, pride and ego and just helping them to to revisit that. How can we reframe what we're talking about and make it come from a space of of love and growth and self-awareness? And again, you know, just that little bit of a thought makes a big change. For the most part, um, the spatial stuff in teenagers is that limiting belief coming from their parents and their freedom to express themselves. So, you know, I mean, we all know that, you know, from the time we're born, we learn things, and, and I believe for the most part, our parents are doing the very, very best they can for us. Mm-hmm. But it was with their beliefs, their colored glasses, and sometimes we just need to own it ourselves. Right. And so do you work with families then, Pete, as well in your practice? I work with families, but usually in the respect of either a like a parent and a child, or what I really love is working with couples. You know, mm. Some really neat magic can happen there. It's, it's a tough one to get through on some cases because we're working with two sets of limiting beliefs. Um, kids are magic, though. They, they get it. You know, they, don't, they don't need five sessions. They get it once they're given the permission to give it and get it. Right. Yeah. And, and so, well, I must be a kid because I got it in one. No. <laughs> 
Well, that made me feel good about myself for today. So thanks for that, Pete. And, <laughs> and mm-hmm. just like a kid, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna quit and take off and go play. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> so we just have a couple of minutes until break. I'd just love to hear before we go to break about your work with couples a little bit because I know that that does have a special spot for you. So what can you tell us about um, you know couples work? The big thing with couples work is is you know, and I don't care what practice you're in, psychology, you know, doctors, is creating the boundaries and the permission to have the conversations in the first place. So a lot of my work in the first hour, the first session even, is just about setting a boundary, um, coming up with a, a word that if, you know, you're uncomfortable, say the word banana as opposed to exploding, and, you know, we'll, we'll check that and come back to it later at another point. Um, the big thing, of course, is watching body position, body movement. And then once we have that under control and sitting with my clients back to back and just having accountable conversations. So I can't say to, to my beautiful bride, Crystal, you make me feel this way because um, that's not going to go anywhere. So I, I encourage my clients, when, Chris, you're doing this, this is how I feel and I'm responding. And what I'm looking for is some help in that. And watching clients fall back in love is, is mm. a beautiful part of what I get to do. And, it, you know, really, we just need to talk. We just need to share. It's our essence. Um, but like a lot of relationships, it's so easy to set up a block. It's so easy to deflect. And we buy into that and create, you know, disorder, disarray, anger in the relationship. That's not healthy. No, and not, you know, ultimately why we got together in the first place. So just as we're headed out of this segment, uh, I just want to encourage you to think about if you're if you're listening to the show right now and you're experiencing like really being stuck in your relationship, either partner being really stuck, uh, just think about uh, if you could have a solution that could actually lead you towards a more loving space, like how would that change your life? How would that change your family's life? How would that change your your experience of your for your kids every morning when they wake up to have breakfast? And just want you to consider that as we um, head out. And after the break, we'll talk more with Canada's body whisperer, Pete Swales, about having a magnificent relationship and why is it that we have those lovely love handles? We'll see you after the break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Larry Sternberg, former president of Talent Plus, explores one of his favorite topics 
Mentoring. Studying the talents of others allowed him to see that mentoring relationships are some of the most motivating, empowering, and inspiring relationships we can ever experience. Join Larry Sternberg for dynamic conversation with intriguing politicians, business leaders, artists, authors, sports figures, and academicians across the globe. The series airs on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mentoring every Thursday morning with Larry Sternberg. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Show and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah, that's L-E-A-H-A, at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm host Leah Mattinson, and today I'm joined by Canada's body whisperer, Pete Swales, (laughs) Uh, we were talking before the break about uh, relationships and how you can mend your relationships. And I was just thinking about uh, encouraging you and sh- encouraging you before the break to write down ideas or think about how your life would be different if you actually had a really great relationship. So we're just going to pick right up on that, Pete. And can you tell us more about like why relationships are such a sweet spot for you? Well, of course, you know, I... Um came very, very close to, to losing my life partner. She is an amazing woman and went through a, a dis-ease. Um, we did a lot of work on on creating health for her in that aspect. And it was kind of at that point that I realized just how precious the time is that we have with our spouses, with our children, with our family, with our friends. And, and to live it passionately is, was became just so evident. You know, I, as crazy as it sounds, I am so grateful that my, my beautiful bride was, was handled and, and handed um, cancer and that we were able to move through that because it was a wake-up call. I want to live passionately with this woman, and I want to give her that back and with all of our children. So, yeah, couples work is, is really important. And like you would hit on earlier, just before the last segment, we don't marry people to be bitter. We don't marry people to hide them in a closet, you know. This is about sharing and being open and being in relationships. And if I can do anything to help a client, help a couple to, to bring that back in, you know, to watch a couple that have been married for 25 years and saying that the last 10 years has been not so good, walk out almost skipping hand in hand. Right. You know, what more can I say? There's, there's my day, right? Yes. Um, and so, you know, we take a lot of time in, in learning to talk without looking at each other first, just to get back into touch, get back into the experience of listening. And then again, with the whisperer homework, they get an opportunity to, to do their homework. I encourage couples to do it separately, but the real strong couples, they move through that really quick and understand they got to do it together. So that's pretty cool. 
Yes, and it's amazing when people let go of resentment and bitterness or hurt, wounds, you know, all of that. And so for that to happen in a, just a really short period of time, some people will be sitting, listening and going, I can't believe that that could actually be the reality for me. <laughs> but, you know, and, and what's really sad is time and time again, I find that it's one of the people involved in the relationship, when we get down to that core negative belief, is that they don't honestly feel they deserve to have somebody that wonderful in their life. And they're kind of waiting for that, you know, the foot to, to drop kind of thing, right? And, and right. coming back and understanding that, no, you do have value, and she loves you for this reason, that or, you know, vice versa. Oh, it's, it, just, it just gives me the quivers. That I just love that. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's nothing that matches because it just has such a big spin out to everybody. It's just such, it's such an important work um, to work with people in, in healing and bringing them together because it just is not just them. I mean, it's their core life day in, day out, but it, it just ripples out and, and impacts so many, so many people. So, so when, when you, do you have couples that come to you that have, I mean, you've said you have people that come to you that have bigger issues and then you kind of get to the heart of things, but do you see couples as individuals first and then they come in to see you or, you know, no, as, as a rule, there usually are absolutely one at a time. And um, one gets so much out of it, and they want to send their spouse, and the spouse comes in, and the arms are crossed, and he's sitting heavy in the chair, and, you know, he doesn't want to play, but he's here because his wife asked him to come. I totally love that, and I totally respect where that is. Um, the nicest thing about that is they're probably the ones that will break down the limiting beliefs quicker, faster. They're open to it once they understand that it's safe, that it's not about you know, you've done something wrong. It's what if you learned to do something that isn't supporting your relationship, and if you could yeah. unlearn that and replace it with something of, of value and passion, would that be worth sitting here for 90 minutes? You know, and then we get the attention, and, and away we go. Right, and I, what's so funny is just as you're saying this, I'm thinking, I remember a time when you maybe were stuck and <laughs> that your wife convinced you to do something uh, so it's you're 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 speaking from actual life experience. Your life hasn't always been just a, you know, smooth sail along. I've been a body whisperer. You, you've had some some real things. So for for people who are listening and going, oh yeah, it's easy for him to say. Do you want to maybe just share that little bit of how how did you actually end up doing what you're doing? Well, okay, I can do that. So um, <laughs> I had a career as a working with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police as a civilian. And, yeah, I was coming home exhausted, and I was finding I was going to work and checking the clock at 8.05. I've been there five minutes, and I'm wondering when the day's going to end. So, like I always say, you know, I, I don't work for a living. I know people who do, and they don't seem to like it. I'm doing what I love. So, with dis-ease that created into my life, I left the, the, that job with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. And basically, as I work with people with chronic fatigue now, uh, understanding that I was playing from a victim personality and a victim belief. So I, I, say I, I left there. I was wondering what I was going to do. My wife and I started up a wonderful little secondhand store and things were great. It involved me having to go out and buy a lot of uh, supplies for our store. And three <laughs> nights a week, I would attempt auctions to buy lots. And one night I came home just before an auction, needing supper, in a panic the way that I used to be in my life. You know, I kind of need things now. And, and Crystal's doing the very best that she can to support me. But during the meal, she says, honey, um, there's a class, and I'd really like us to take it. Do you think you could do it? And I kind of, you know, looked at her as I'm shoving the potatoes in my mouth, and, and you know, what is that? And she says, well, you know, it's just a 
kind of a couple learned the massage course. Now, I can tell you that my living beliefs went into overdrive. You know, I didn't have a really good anatomy background, I, you know, all that kind of stuff. So the stories about why I can't do it were stronger than I want to support my wife in this venture. A little while later into the dinner, she said, I, you know, I really want you to do it. Can we do it? And I said, yes, we will, because I really wanted the conversation to end so I could go to the auction. We need a pinky <laughs> swear. So we did the pinky swear. And she said, you can't break that. I said, no, no, I, I get it. Now, I got to go. She says, well, no, actually, I signed us up a couple weeks ago. The class is tonight in an hour. You've got just enough time to shower and get ready. Wow. You know, so again, pushing away from everything that my beliefs were saying, you know, uh, you can't, I can't do this. I ended up going into the classroom. Yeah. And you know what? For the first hour, I was right. I'm not good enough for this. They came up with all kinds of things to validate my living beliefs. But then okay. there came this opportunity for me to touch my wife with this mm-hmm. stroke called an effleurage, and I felt her relax under my hands. And it was at that moment that I realized, wow, like when was the last time we really touched from the space of love? Um, the story goes on and on. You know, I, I finished that little um, four-week class. Uh, a week later, I got this anonymous mailing to, you know, or, or mailing to the householder from a massage college. And it said right on it, fall classes are full. Call now about spring. And I thought, well, okay, I'll do that. And I phoned and I got put on hold, which is a big negative belief for me. And I hung on to the call forever and ever. And eventually the guy came forward. I had this great conversation with him. And I, you know, he kind of convinced me that this really could be something I could do. But thank God there's no time until the, the fall um, classes. But he says to me, you know, the reason I had you on hold was there's a, a gentleman who's dropping out of this class. There's space for you. Would you like to come? Now, I swear to you that my heart, my soul would said, was saying no, but yes came out of my lips. So from there, I took the class, um, graduated. Uh, fell in love with human anatomy and helping people to feel better. And I guess that's kind of the beginning of my story. But it did come from having to not listen to the small signs in my life about my old career was not what I wanted to do. I believe I was trying to impress my parents, you know, that, that kind of limiting belief system. But from that diversity, from that challenge, you know, like from Crystal's cancer, the the growth that has changed by just opening up that limiting belief. A belief system wants to support us. When they're not, we just have to look at ourselves and say, what can I do to change this story? Yes, and and that is just such an amazing story. And so I think it just goes back to that whole how... Uh, When you're asking somebody to consider um, coming for the sake or coming because their husband or wife asked that it's you have a story to say why that makes sense. And and yes. so coming from a perspective of, of experience is and wisdom is is also such a gift in this world. Um, and and we're we're really um, lucky today that we actually have a caller that is called in. So I would just love if you would, you also, you come from this background of actually having had um, fibromyalgia. So I think our caller um, has some physical ailments that she'd like to talk with you about. And we're just going to kind of um, go with the flow and we're going to watch Pete or listen to Pete do his magic um, online. So if we could just say hi to Jordan. Jordan, are you there? Yeah, hi. Hi, Jordan. How are you doing today? (laughs) Pardon? How are you doing today? 
I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. So I'm so glad you called in. We have Pete the Body Whisperer on. So I'm just going to let Pete actually take over. Okay, sounds good. Wonderful. Hello, Jordan. Thanks for calling. Not a problem. Hello. So I don't know um, what you know about me. I know that I, I, I don't know it, Jordan. What can we do with you today? How are you feeling? Like, What's your body talking to you about? Um, my body says that I have a chronic cough, and it's never and it doesn't go away. Every time I come to BC, I cough again. Um, or Sorry, not BC. Every time I come to Alberta, I start coughing again. And then um, every time I walk outside, I usually start getting a runny nose. And um, lab tests have told me, like these are three different things that keep happening to me. Lab tests have told me that I have lupus antibodies. And I don't know when I got lupus, and I don't know why, but it causes me um, skin irritation and pain from my fingertips to my shoulder blades. Okay, interesting. So I'm going to let you keep me on track, because that's an awful lot. But what I'd like to start with, if you're open Mm -hmm. to this, is Mm -hmm. your cough. Because I think that's really, really key to a lot of this. Yeah. Now, for me, a cough is about needing to say something and get it out. So, you know, it's um, holding things back inside that you want to release. What happens when Jordan leaves BC and comes to Alberta? What's going on with the mindset? Um, I leave home and come to school um, for equine sciences. So. So when you're leaving home, how does that feel? Where, 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 there's that cough coming up. So how does that feel? Um, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like a relief, and other times it feels kind of scary. Um, okay. Because I've never lived anywhere except for the home that I grew up in. And right. so I've been um, going to school now for two years um, out here in Alberta. And, yeah, sometimes it feels like a relief, and other times it just feels kind of scary, as it does. So this might sound a little bit different. How does it feel to feel okay about leaving home? Do we have, you know, there, there can often be guilt around exciting to make changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how does it feel inside, truly in, in your heart, to feel bad about leaving? Those are um, wow. Um, uh I guess there there probably is a lot of guilt leaving home, um, but like you're right, like it feels it feels okay to leave, and it feels weird to feel okay about feeling guilty. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> now I want you to understand, Jordan, that this is more common than you know we ever think about. It's just that very rarely will people like you be open enough to say, "Hey, I've got this going on." Now, mm-hmm. we do a little bit of work. We do a little bit of follow-up, and I, I would invite you to contact me after the show. I believe that you can stop that cough just like that, and when it comes back, you'll be able to, you know, if it should, laugh at yourself and, oh, here's that limiting belief about me feeling excited or good about leaving home, which I shouldn't feel good about because I'm leaving home. Yeah. Okay? So, so that's just a little thing. Now, what I love, too, about runny noses. My nose is a reflection of how I feel. So when my nose is running, mm-hmm. I know that I am, I'm oh, sorry, um, it, is an, it is an annoyance. So can you think about, like, is your nose running now or is it running today? Yeah, it's running more today than it usually does. I think I'm getting a cold. 
Okay, so again, that's a that's a belief system. Then there's your your, your cough. Uh, the ruddy nose is an, is when I have been annoyed. So was there things in class today, whether you know the instructor or you know the course you're taking, uh, somebody within the class that you could feel annoyance with? There definitely is. Okay. Again, it, it, it's not an accident, but love when you can take the, the time here now to you know do some affirmation work to learn to laugh when my nose runs because mm-hmm. I'm being annoyed, and the annoyance, you know, whoever it is, if it's a, a teacher, a student, or whatever it is, that's not the real answer, right? That's just a, mm-hmm. a piece of what has been going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Now you have an opportunity to do some work, recognize where that started and actually begin to make a change in your life. Okay. Which brings us to the lupus. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> you doing all right? <laughs> I just kind of, this is, like, so weird to me, because I, I guess, like, yeah, it's right. Like, it's pretty true. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. And, you know, I, I, I really need to, to thank you and applaud you and, and for the listeners to... You know, to, to listen to Jordan, this is, you know, it sounds easy, but this is in-depth, deep work. She's brave mm-hmm. enough to face it. You know, and of course, you know, if we were in a session, we'd be taking more time with this, but, but of course, being limited by the constraints of this, I'm trying not to push mm-hmm. you too hard, but I still want yeah. you to see that you are in control of, of, of healing and changing your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, lupus, though kind of ties into a little bit about what we're talking. Again, my opinion, and this is based on with, with help and love and support of the work that Louise Hay has done. So I, I give her a lot of credit for this. Uh, lupus is kind of like a giving up. Better to quit than to stand up for oneself. And it's, it mm-hmm. really can be a self-punishment. Now, do you know anybody by the name of Jordan that reflects that at all? Um, party, can you repeat the last part of your sentence? I'm just wondering if you if you can recognize any of that within yourself. I, I hear your voice is getting softer and a little bit sadder, and I don't want to push too hard. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. I tend to give up on some things that bother me for the sake of other people around me. Okay, so standing up for yourself, you know, um, it's okay to, to speak for yourself freely and, and with ease. And it's just little mm-hmm. phrases like that and understanding that, you know, and recognizing at some point, you know, we can do some work where that limiting belief started from. Um, mm-hmm. You can, you can actually change your life. You can be that powerful woman that, you know, every other younger woman needs as a role model simply by creating your voice. And when you're annoyed, taking a look at what that is and, and, and how can I reframe that? Um, when I'm coughing, what is it I really need to say? Or mm-hmm. we can do like so many others and say, well, I'm getting a cold and not deal with the underlying issue. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for, for stepping up on this. Well, thank yes. you for letting me on the show. Are, and so do you feel like that you have had that sort of resolved, Jordan, or do you want to talk more about it? Um. I don't know. I feel like I've gone as far as I can for today. Okay. Nope. That's wonderful. I just don't, I want to make sure that we don't leave anybody hanging on the show. That's for sure. And you can always get a hold of us afterwards um, to, to follow up. So thank you so much for calling in. We just really appreciate that. You're just such an inspiration for other people who might be struggling with these, with this same thing and uh, mm-hmm. just applaud you for your bravery and your courage. So thanks again for calling in Jordan. Thank you thank so you, much. Jordan. Have a Wonderful. Have a good day. 
Thanks. And and so as we go into this break, I just wanted to say, Pete, thank you so much. That's uh, the things that we think are really complex can really be broken down into uh, wonderfully easy and na- and manageable parts. So when we come after the break, when we come back after the break, We'll talk a little bit more about uh, some bigger diseases and maybe some of the things that that might be creeping up around Christmas time for us to think about. Uh, So again, uh, we look forward to seeing you on Master Your Life after the break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Many people believe it's a man's place to stay strong no matter what. It's considered weak if you break. Men deal with all kinds of issues, insecurity, fears, and struggles, but there has been no place to turn to until now. Listen for Fundamentals with host Carl Bobo. We provide the support that men need and the guidance they seek. It's an open and honest forum featuring the topics you want to hear about with the answers that you seek. Listen live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you ever look at people and wonder how they seem to have it? They have confidence. They live their best lives. They are magnetic. This can be you. Magnetize your presence. The art of creating charisma will help. Host Sheila Alley and her guests get you into the right frame of mind to get the most from your life and live joyfully. What will you do with your new life? Tune in every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Magnetize Your Presence on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life, uh, the show of insight, inspiration, and intelligence. And today we're just absolutely so blessed to have with us uh, Canada's body whisperer, Pete Swales. And before the break, we were talking to a young lady who has been struggling with a few sort of common things, one being a runny nose, and and uh, the uh, but an uncommon being lupus. And so we just have walked through, uh, Pete walked through a process of what he does with clients and uh, just was a, just a wonderful experience. So we're just going to pick up on this segment, talking about bigger diseases and some thoughts on that from you, Pete. Okay, well, you know, you've kind of opened up the door for me a little bit. There is one um, dis-ease that you brought forward to me, and, and while I was aware of it, um, 
working with you and hearing your story has, has, has changed my focus and my beliefs around it. And that, of course, is, is Huntington's disease. Because I know that with your story, um, you have been so well for so long, which for a lot of people is, is a little bit confusing when we have that, that dis-ease. And I say dis-ease because I believe that we're just not at ease with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But Leah, I believe you have taken what you needed to do in order to put the comfort back into that. So my understanding with Huntington's is, is a, a resentment at not being able to change others and limiting your happiness. And when I listen to the programs I guess that you have, the conversations that we have, I get how you've had taken your situation and how you have changed that. Um, your ability to, to release control to the universe and, and accept and understand to guide people to get joy from that. Um, again, I think, you know, we share a very common story. But yeah. if you hadn't made those changes, I would question what your state of health would be today. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Just I'm la- I just that makes me laugh because I think that whole be the resentment piece that has come up time and again. And and actually, when I came to see you, um, yeah, it's like I was struggling with resentment really about. I was working as an executive coach uh, for a huge company, and and just people not wanting to change. And I knew it was not. I knew it was making me actually feel unwell, and not unwell like I didn't have any symptoms, but spiritually unwell, like just. Um, Tormented is actually a really good word for it. And, and so I think that's hilarious that that's actually what that was. <laughs> I'm just so grateful that I, um, it's like this, that saying of smart enough to know you're suffering. I, I absolutely uh, knew that I was suffering. It, but for smart people, sometimes we get in our, our own way of getting absolutely. help. That, yeah, that can be really simple. It was, we'll go, oh, I can tough that out or I can figure that out. Um, on my own and and just goes to the importance of having really, really wise mentors and good coaches and uh, mentors being people who actually have been there, done that, got the shirt uh, and that they can lead you and navigate you through um, terrain that is uh, unknown to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that that ability to identify with those people. It, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to a conference and you get in there and it's like, oh my God, what am I doing here? You can't hear a word. And that conference was an hour long and yet I can go into a two-day, three-day one that is on something that I love and I'm being yes. mentored in that program and it's like so that three days went by in an hour. So it is all about mindset. And, you know, with, with you, um, you could have chosen to be in a, you know, that state of, of hopelessness of, you know, not being able to be in cause or effect. And you turn that around and you create this program. And, you know, I, I know, too, you're doing wonderful work on a book. And maybe I'm letting it out of the bag a little bit too soon. But no, you're not, letting, everybody you're not letting it out of the bag too soon. Good. Thank you. If everybody could just understand that we just have to flip that limiting belief, look at it in another way how life could be. So now that we've talked a little bit about, about me, I, I would love to hear uh, you share a little bit about your book if, if you're up for that. Oh, ab- yes, absolutely. I'd, I'd love talking about it. It's, uh, so it was published on October 20th, available on Amazon and other great places. And the, the premise of the book really is just about not being ill, like being well all the time. And I was raised by really excellent parents who 
Um, obviously, like Huntington's is a genetic disease, so my grandmother had this and then up into the family tree. You know, it's a fairly extensive bunch of people that have either died in asylums or, or institutionalized right now. Uh, but I was absolutely not raised that way. My, my father and mother decided really early in their marriage that they were not going to act, that dad wasn't going to act like my grandma, which is so funny because it was just like they, they thought she was acting a particular way and so that they could figure out a way to not be like that. And still, so my dad has very, so he's 78. And in this disease, people die very young and very early. So, uh, you know, normally, you know, 50 years old would be a really pretty normal, 50, 55 would be a normal time uh, to death. So, but my dad's 78. He's still living at home. He plays cards once a week out in the neighborhood with uh, people. And when I, and like with a hundred people that play crib at crib tournaments. And the only thing he can't do is shuffle the cards and deal. And still, you know, counts, does all the counting on his own and they win. You know, so they're not just tolerating him. He is an absolute part of the community. He still peels potatoes. Um, They have 33 people regularly over for dinners, you know, at Thanksgiving and Christmas and and all of this stuff. So just they made a decision at some point to be well and just lived a great lifestyle. So, So watching that growing up, I thought I'd gone to my first Huntington's conference about eight years ago, and there were so many people that went up to my dad then um, and said, holy, are you ever in great shape? Like, what are you doing? And he was uh, like the anomaly. And of course, my experience had been really mostly just seeing him So in my lifespan. So that was my expectation of what other people's experience was of the disease, and it totally was not. Uh, People, it's a very horrific disease. So in the book, we talk about uh, just kind of the, you know, how people can manage wellness and how to be well and how to think differently. And just having that really great example of somebody who is well changes your possibilities. It's like, what do you mean? When you want to be a millionaire, you hang with millionaires. When you want to be well, you hang with well people. And and, you you are just so inspiring that way. Oh, thank you so, so much. And and I've been uh, very lucky to have, we, again, it's like having the great people in our lives and seeing me, how this thing has unfolded has, uh, I was just at a Huntington's conference this past week and uh, I made just great friends, wonderful people. People are open to hearing alternative wellness ideas. And, you know, so we we're talking about young people being open to alternatives. I think that the Huntington's community and Alzheimer's and people with concussions and all kinds of ailments now are becoming more and more open to the idea of connecting through lightness, not dark, not darkness. So we don't have to connect through our wounds. We can connect through actually the things that are awesome about us. And that's the, that's the most fun thing. I think waking up every day. (laughs) Yes. And that it's okay to connect through that light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And almost, yeah, it almost, we, we, we need to encourage each other to do that versus the other. Uh, so that's maybe granting the permission you were talking about in your practice, how you grant permission to people to talk about the things that are going on in their lives with you and then um, with each other, you know, that openness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, it is a beautiful thing that we get to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so the upcoming, so the book is published. There's a Leah Life uh, that people can come on to when they check out reallifetraining.com. And so they can sign up and they can become part of that Leah Life community, which is just helping people to be nurtured and well and giving people other ideas for 
uh, wellness that they may not have thought of. And of course, you'll you'll be on that. I'm sure a regular contributor because you're you are Mr. Alternative Wellness. So that's <laughs> that's how that'll all play out. But before we, before we run out of time, I really want to talk about um, Christmas is coming up, and uh, just because giving people a little few nuggets about what Christmas might mean for them, Pete. Well, you know, and, and whether or not um, you know our beliefs are that Santa is alive or, or not, the spirit <laughs> of giving just it can raise our vibration. It can heal. It, it, it's a magic thing. I encourage people, everybody listening, this Christmas period, do something from a random act of kindness. So, you know, if you always buy toys for the Christmas bureau or support a family with food. Take an extra step and do one more gift and tell nobody about it. Mm-hmm. I have had so much joy in doing random acts. You know, this year too, there's so many people that are feeling, choosing to believe that it's a hard time. You know, a little gift goes a long way. And to do it anonymously is beautiful. Our office, you know, we, we've already got our boxes out for, uh, to drop off a gift for a child. Uh, I don't think we can start too soon. But the joy, you know, when somebody leaves a gift, they walk out and they just have that that light little walk, and it's all about helping community. And there's so many ways of doing it, but, you know, this time of the year, it is Christmas. My it hope it is, is everybody does one more little random act of kindness, or not so little. Yeah. Yeah, and and I was funny. I was just talking to a client yesterday and said uh, they were struggling with their own uh, anxiety about you know stuff that's going on in their life and the million things they need to do. And I said, so what's actually really going on? And it's like this. Well, I'm actually it's I'm lonely. Which Christmas can there can be a lot of that for people around loneliness. And so we just looked at how, and this person's a student also, so not a lot of cash flow. So we just talked about how they could connect with other people and that attracting people to yourself is really about 100% your own self-respect and how you show up every day. So again, going back to that, how do you want to connect through the light? And and what she came up with as her uh, solution to connect with people that would be free would be just to smile more and to really smile and to be conscious of how many times she smiles. And I said, well, that's just excellent. So how many times a day do you smile right now at people? And uh, she's a student at a university. She said, well, maybe five or six, you know, by the time I get around to doing whatever. And I said, so if you're going to actually remove the anxiety from your life, could you consider that 10 times in that might change? <laughs> you consider leaving your smile on all day and being the first to say good morning, good afternoon? Yeah, things like that. Was, this, oh yeah, you can see her just smile like a Cheshire cat. She's like, oh, that'd be actually so much fun. I said, so if you haven't got fifty smiles by the end of the day, what are you gonna do to actually like? <laughs> so she said, well, I'll go to the grocery store and go shopping late at night, and and I'll stalk people. I was just, oh, we just laughed so hard. It was such a great solution. But <laughs> that's what you need: levity and and connecting through light in life. So yeah, you know, look Christmas at the power time. of a smile. You just brought up the subject. And we're laughing and we're happy. And I know that, that, you know, those listening to us, that's the difference that a smile makes. That's coming from the light. Yeah. Yes. And we're, and if, and, and if we're the ones that give it, 
that it's yes. such a strong position instead of waiting for people to give us uh, something, whatever that, the giving us something, it's like giving it out all, all the time, all the time without any strings attached. So even if you play the little game of, uh, you know, I'm, I would be surprised if anyone smiles at me today and then they do. And then you're surprised. It's like, whoa, that was awesome. <laughs> Change, changes what you think you deserve in life. Absolutely. Right? And, yeah. and you were changing somebody else's day as well. Yes. So we've only got a couple minutes till close, Pete. And I just want to talk about the other thing that comes along with Christmas and the goodies and all that is um, sometimes the saddlebags. So I know people that will go into Christmas, and I'm going to speak for myself. When I go into Christmas, I think, okay, how am I going to manage to not put on a ton of weight during the Christmas holidays? Or how am I going to enjoy the Christmas holidays and then deal with the consequences afterwards? So do you have any words of wisdom around that? (laughs) Sure. Sure. As long as on another program we get to talk about the limiting beliefs around the saddlebags that I, I believe you're hearing is that, that extra weight yeah. on the side of our hips. You know, the, the thing is when we talked with, with Jordan a little earlier, the extra weight that we put on or the fat that we put on our stomachs, a lot of it is honestly is just the guilt that I'm having this much fun at Christmas time. Um, who am I to have this when I know other people aren't? It comes down to, though, as you know, my, my friend, my good family doctor said, Pete, if you don't want it on, don't put it in. So a little bit of journaling about what I eat. Um, sometimes we're going to have that big meal anyway. Not beating ourselves up, but go out and do a little bit of an exercise. If it's too cold to, to go for a walk, go for a swim. But it is the mindset. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to celebrate. Do it. Don't be hard on yourself. Make that yes, commitment to journal the exercise to get it off. Yes, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. So we have just have a few seconds before we sign off. So how can people get a hold of you, Pete? How can they find you? Well, thank you for asking. You know, we are often, of course, have clients showing up at the office, but that's not always practical for everybody. I do have many clients that just call, and then we make an arrangement you know, to, to call me at my home that evening or, or whatever. So um, I have some wonderful guests that call from the U.S. I kind of have a feeling that's going to step up a little bit more. So I'm just going to give you my phone number. I think it's the easiest way to get a hold of me, and that is 1-403-346-1161. And that's answered by my staff at Massage Above All. Uh, or you can go to massageaboveall.com and, and you know get a link and send in a message. But love to hear from you. Because we can't be physically together, I don't want that to be a boundary. You know, we have these, these social media things that make it so easy. Yes, absolutely. And and so as we close today, I just want to thank you again for your insight, intelligence, and inspiration, your wisdom as always, Pete. I just love having you as a guest and can't wait to have you on another episode so that people can actually get these really uh, great insights and tools and tips and tricks about how they can uh, live a better life. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week on Master Your Life. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life.